Today, we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. When the Enterprise engages in an officer exchange program, Commander Riker is sent aboard the Pach, a Klingon ship. But when the Klingons suspect that their ship has been sabotaged by the Enterprise, Riker will have to lead an attack on his own ship. From October 4th, 1989, it's Season 2, Episode 8, A Matter of Honor, or Kling on Me, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm Cam. That's Dan. And we are in a clingy relationship. Originally, I was going to say, cling on my face, <laughs> but I opted Gross. not to. And amazing. <laughs> I think that was a tasteful choice. The um, first of my life. <laughs> so, I must confess something. Several, I mean, this must have been months and months ago, but after we started this, this show, Maya texted us about... Um, that other episode that's the worst ever in Star Trek history. Mm-hmm. And I had blocked it from my mind and thought she was talking about this one. So I was like, what? I love that episode. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. A matter of honor, not code of honor. A matter of honor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, because this Similar one is titles. delightful. This one is a delightful Klingon romp, and the other one is an atrocity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Cameron, but, uh, people aren't going to know what a delightful romp this is unless you read the thing. <laughs> they won't. They'll have no idea. These people can't. That transition was as smooth as your ass. Okay. Um. <laughs> wink. Okay. Here's the thing. On Stardate 42506.5, as part of an officer exchange program, Benzite Ensign Mendon is brought aboard the Federation Starship Enterprise. We find out that acting Ensign Crusher is racist when he mistakes (laughs) Mendon for Mordok because all Benzites look the same to him. (laughs) My favorite, favorite (laughs) moment. I was like, way to start an episode off by making Wesley a racist piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, Captain Picard is inspired and suggests a similar officer exchange with the Klingons who happen to have a ship nearby and Commander Commander Riker relatively readily volunteers Riker is assigned to the Kach the Pach the IKS Pach not Kach that's something else entirely Captain by Captain Cargon before Riker departs for the Pach Lieutenant Riker is briefed by Worf on Klingon customs, including the first officer killing the captain if he becomes unable to serve, and gives him a transponder to signal the Enterprise in the event of an emergency, which was so nice. It's like, they're real pals. Uh, Riker embraces his role as the first officer when challenged by the second officer, Klag, and subdues him by force, pleasing Captain Cargan and earning respect from the crew. He even talks of honor with a crew member whose father was captured in battle, the ultimate disgrace. 
Before the ship moves away, Mendon scans the Klingon vessel and discovers a patch of strange organic material on its hull, but does not bring it to Captain Picard's attention. Worf soon discovers a similar patch on the Enterprise's hull, identifying it as a life form. Mendon then reveals his previous discovery of the same matter on the Klingon ship, and when asked why he withheld the information, he explains that on Bendite ships, Benzite, not Bendite, it is considered improper to bring up a problem before you have a solution. Wow. Picard chastises him a little, and then orders the Enterprise to intercept the Pach, as the Klingon ship is even more susceptible to damage from the organism. While en route, Menden discovers a method to remove the organism. The Klingon crew also discovers the organism eating away at their hull, but Cargan concludes that it must be new, a new Federation weapon, noting that the Enterprise heavily scanned the area during their rendezvous. He orders the Pach to cloak, and prepares to attack the Enterprise. Riker is unable to convince him to stand down, even after the Enterprise sends a message with instructions for removing the organism. Suspicious by the radio silence, the Enterprise raises its shields. Seemingly accepting his fate, Riker convinces Cargan to close to a distance of 40,000 kilometers before attacking. He activates the transponder he got from Worf and tricks Cargan into taking it. The Enterprise locks under the transporter signal, waits for the Pach to get within 40,000 kilometers, and the Enterprise transports Cargan to the bridge where Worf fires first and stuns him. Riker assumes the command of the Pach decloaks and demands that the Enterprise surrender, which Picard agrees to, disgracing Cargan further. <laughs> the Enterprise cleans the organisms from both ships, and Cargan is returned to his. Riker allows Cargan to hit him in order to and order him off his ship in order to regain some of his dignity. And so ends the delightful romp, a matter of honor. <laughs> Oh, man. What <laughs> a fun time we had. I'm I just, glad, because if you scared. didn't like this one, I was going to have to seriously question your aesthetic principles. Well, you know, question all you like, but, uh, you know, one man's Jackson Pollock is another one's violent diarrhea, so. <laughs> Must be that vegan diet you're on. <laughs> Oh, no, I poop like a champ. Excellent consistency, very regular. Uh, no complaints about my bowels. I was and, just wondering how you got the colors in the splatters. Oh, a lot of beets, a lot of beets. <laughs> but intermixing the beets with uh, some... Spinach, spinach carrots. carrots. Oh, yeah, <laughs> vegetables, disgusting. Um, Cameron. Yes, Dan. I really had a good time with this episode i'm so glad i it's loved, a good time i loved how Worf had studied his own culture being as he is adopted and was um, you could tell almost more excited for riker than riker was in the beginning i liked seeing that little yeah. bit of bonding and how quickly riker uh leapt at the opportunity Probably for yeah. honor and glory, but most likely to fuck a Klingon. Like, let's be 100% <laughs> clear. Riker was like, well, if there's a whole ship of them, I mean, that's a lot better odds than here. I got turned down by the one Klingon, so. <laughs> um, Want to take those dicks for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wait, how many? Yeah, I'll take the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. 
I mean, he was already on a date at the beginning of this one with Picard with their little phaser shooting range. That was adorable. I would love to go phaser skeet shooting with you. I know. Me too. It'd be real fun. So fun. Um, Additionally, I really enjoyed um, seeing the idea of officer exchange which i hope returns again i think it was a great concept for an episode that was both exploratory and you know peace bringing utopia kind of shit but had some danger and had some real stakes at the end like they managed to find something that was hippy dippy we're all trying to better understand each other live long and prosper all that while having an element of danger that made it like a compelling hour of television. Um, There was comedy. There was laughter. There was joy. There was drama. There were tears. There was violence. There was some serious parental Um, hangups. Yeah, it was uh, was very enjoyable. I really appreciated, I think my favorite thing in this episode, honestly, sassy-ass Worf. Worf being so goddamn sassy to Ensign, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ensign Madonna? Mandana. Sure. Mandana? Yeah. Ensign Mandana. Yeah. Uh, That was great. I really appreciated that. And as I appreciate you dancing like Madonna right now for me. Dance for me, Cameron. Be my private dancer. A dancer for money. <laughs> Once again, not a visual medium, but that's okay. <laughs> what did you love about this episode, Cameron? Oh, I I love so much about this episode. I I love, you know, getting to go aboard a Klingon vessel. I love getting to know their culture even more. You know, they're still they're still the same Klingons that we've always loved. They just, you know, get along with the Federation now. Mm-hmm. Because of a deaf guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. But they also, you know, murder their superior officers. So they're they're still crazy-ass Klingons. It's the honorable way to go, Mm -hmm. you know. Dying in battle is is the utmost. Hmm. It is the way and the truth. Um, So... I love that we get to see Gach for the first time, which will, I promise, will come back a hundredfold. Gross. Uh, <laughs> and I love that, you know, I love watching Riker get chummy with the Klingons. I love all of that. Um, to be fair, Ensign Mendoc, Ensign Mendon and Ensign Mordok are played by the same actor, so I guess we can give Wesley a little slack, but... And I'm going to... I'm going to say that they 100% reused those prosthetics. So they were very, oh, very similar. Absolutely. Like, yeah, we can cut him some slack in that regard. But like, if you're not sure, you wait for them to say hi. That's just the rule, man. <laughs> I also love that this is the first appearance of Klingon women in Star Trek and the Next Generation. I love, yeah, I just, I love everything about it. I love an annoying ensign getting, getting, you know, taught a lesson. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. And I love, I genuinely love the stakes. I, you know, 
you're like, oh shit, is Riker going to have to shoot at the Enterprise? What's yeah. going to happen to him after this episode? Yeah, lots of oh. back-to-back episodes of Riker's honor being tested. And I loved um, how our dear captain tries to get secrets out of him, and then he's like, when Riker says, I have taken two oaths, and I will break neither of them, he's like, good. Proud of you. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a I would great, have killed you as a traitor. It's a great Riker episode. Um, really... Excellent work by Mr. Frakes, and just a fun, Indeed. really sexually charged time was had by all. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean slash factor. Darling, are you all right? I need you. Badly. I just, uh, as the man pretty pansexual fuckboy, this guy... What like he beamed a board ready to bone. He was <laughs> he was wrestling with people. He was challenging people. He was suggesting threesomes unironically. He was <laughs> he was swinging his phaser, if you know what I mean. He was really I, I just exactly looking to looking to you know. Check one off the list. I guess. I just kept expecting him to to look down at a Klingon's crotch and say, two to beam up. <laughs> Jesus. You're welcome. <laughs> I can't even, I, I, I can't. <laughs> I also love that the Enterprise surrendered because that is how much Captain Picard trusts him. On a, on a side slash factor note i think wesley totally was gonna bone mendon oh totally yeah 100 percent. their whole friendship talk at the end i was like oh oh y'all go fuck okay <laughs> no 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 i thought you could use a friend Le- leave the breathing apparatus on <laughs> I, I i have to it's it's to stay alive oh in that case like definitely leave it on But it wasn't all cartoonish and gratuitous sexual fanfic, was it, Cameron? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might have been. <laughs> that was most of it. But it wasn't all of it. Well, I'm really curious to hear your nitpicking, Dan. Um, yeah, there's a couple things. I thought Wesley being racist was dumb and served no point. It was incredibly dumb. Just have him, like, just paint, like, a blue streak or something. Like, just change one thing about the prosthetic and just... Like, he could still be mildly racist and be like, oh, do you know my friend? (laughs) And he could be like, yeah, I totally do, because we all know each other. (laughs) You know, he he could have had it be a rube, but, like, to literally mistake him for the the one, I, I guess it's the one person he's ever met of that race. I get it. But it was just, it was a dumb way to start the episode. I was like, this is It was, this is it was silly. not necessary. And it made me feel like I was in for a terrible time. Um, additionally, I don't appreciate that they never told me where this self-replicating microorganism that can eat through the hull of a ship came from. I was like, that is a bonkers fucking creature. And they're just like, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> like it just it's spot- just one of them there space funguses <laughs> that hangs out, you know, it likes to likes to have a little tea and 
T and Hull. God damn, the Enterprise has athlete's foot. <laughs> Crat Ratch. Uh, yeah. Does the Enterprise technically have like micro crabs? Is that what happened? Is that how sexual this episode is? People just getting space STDs, STIs. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. The ship itself went through a questionable part of the galaxy. Hmm. You gotta, you gotta be careful out there in the neutral zone. I get, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, apparently it eats through shields too. Yeah, because I mean, it was. They have navigation shields up all the time. I just, yeah, <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. Where I was like, no. it's fine, and it's an interesting idea. Just give me a. I just wanted this much more exposition, and I never want exposition, Cameron. You know that. But I, I just, I just wanted a dash. It was like they, it's You're like they. Saying, God, exp- yeah, like. <laughs> Could you expel more to me, blah? <laughs> please, yeah, ham-fistedly spoon feed me. <laughs> Do you get That's your it? Dream. And the one time you want I- Abraham Lincoln to show up on a random planet just like Earth and spoon feed you the entire history of America. <laughs> Honestly, I thought that was what most public school history classes were like. I mean, that's exactly what public school history was like. (laughs) Imagine if you will, children. We're on a faraway world and your teacher crouches behind their desk and pops up with a stovepipe hat and a beard on. And alien Abraham Lincoln appears. (laughs) I mean, it's obviously very similar since Columbus Day is still a thing. Well, you know. Oh, you were totally closed for Columbus Day, the school was, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Oh, that's gross. And they did an extra day. Hmm. I was working. We did not close for Columbus Day. They called it fall break, though. Ah, well. All right. I'll give you that. Um, And to be fair, it was right after midterms, so. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to your heart. I'll give it to your heart. Um, oh yeah, you know I fucking will. Um, <laughs> so I, sexual. This so episode. this episode is just hot. It's just oozing yeah, it with sexuality. Um, there was another thing that really pissed me off. Um, let's see here. We talked about the Wesley. We talked about the self-replicating organism. What was the other thing that made me so irritated? Was it the treatment of Klingon women on the ship? Because that irritated me. <laughs> yes, that irritated me as well. Um, it did seem like they were in on it, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it didn't feel like, I don't know. There's the, there's the part of you that's like, oh, it's a different culture than ours. And then there's the part of you that goes, yeah, but this was still made by Americans in the 1980s. And this is kind of not okay. Um, I mean, my headcanon is that she was always like, hey, dudes, guess what I want to do? Bone a human. And they were like, great, let's make that happen. Right. <clears throat> and then this happened. And yeah, the one the one gal looked really into it and the other was like, meh, whatever. So Riker's joke was just a little off color. A little that's bit, that's coming yeah. from me. Um, <laughs> so I didn't care for that. But also... And Cameron, I thought I would never say this. I missed Deanna. I know. Because, like, it's Riker away on an enemy ship swinging his phaser around. 
you know, looking for some strange. And uh, I think that she would have some feelings about that. I think that it, this whole episode would probably would. cause her a lot of uh, pain. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. It would. So what a waste. I also miss Jordy. <laughs> oh, fuck. We didn't have Jordy in this episode. What the hell? No, we didn't. Kids can read to themselves. Get back on set. <laughs> they can't, though. God, I missed that show. It was so good. Well, I, I can't, but... It fundamentally affected me. You know, he's doing it again, right? I know, and I'm so fucking excited, Daniel Grary. Cameron, what, what really, uh, you know, torqued your warp core on this one? I mean, it was pretty just pretty much just the treatment of women. I've tried to make up for it with headcanon, but there's no excuse. Good. It's just... <laughs> it's just shitty writing in the late 80s and you know it sucks because otherwise it'd be a perfect episode yeah it had what it had and it didn't what it didn't and it uh yeah we've seen we've seen better we've also seen much 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 worse so we have indeed so much worse um but hey they're bringing tribbles into star trek discovery so what the fuck do I know? <laughs> it's because everyone loves them except you. <laughs> I detest them. They're a waste of time and space. Literally, of space. They just really like to eat green. I mean, grain. <laughs> so do I. Who doesn't fucking love grain? Oh, remind me to show you something before we get off. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I'll take your blindfold Who, off. You got to see this. Who's, um, who's getting off with what? <laughs> you'll see. We're just going to call this the smutty episode. Man. <laughs> one or both. <laughs> and speaking of which, <laughs> should we quote it? We shall indeed. All right. This is the bad one. They are inquisitive. They would like to know how you would endure. Endure what? Them. One or both? <laughs> I mean, it is pretty. It's just building up that pansexual man pretty. It, it serves its purpose. It does. It's not great, but it serves a purpose. It's been my understanding that one of the duties of the first officer of the Klingon vessel is to assassinate his captain? Yes, sir. Wouldn't that bring chaos? Of course not. See, when and if the captain becomes weak or unable to perform, it is expected that his honorable retirement should be assisted by his first. Your second officer will assassinate you for the same reasons. <laughs> Amazing. Yeesh. Loved every part of it. I'm, I'm really enjoying Klingon culture. It's a good time. Yeah, it's fascinating. Would you like something easier? Easier? Yes. If Klingon food is too strong for you, perhaps we can get one of the females to breastfeed you. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. That's Klingon laughter, in case anyone was wondering. God, can you? what color do you think Klingon milk is, though? I don't like, know. Like, on a sidebar. I don't know. They have two dicks. To find All out. bets are off. <laughs> they do. Which means they also have two vaginas. Cutting that out. Uh, 
are you, though? <laughs> Commander Riker. I will obey your orders. I will serve this ship as first officer, and in an attack against the Enterprise, I will die with this crew, but I will not break my oath of loyalty to Starfleet. If you had told those secrets about the Enterprise, I would have labeled you a traitor and killed you where you stood. But instead, you will die with us. You'll die like a Klingon. Mm, I loved that moment. I loved it so much. Me too. So good. I wouldn't mind the assignment, sir. Any particular reason? Because no one's ever done it before. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> <laughs> On scene, Riker indulge in a variety of Klingon dishes. Jean-Luc says, I'm familiar with the practice of the feast before the transfer. I've done it dozens of times. However, I usually made more palatable choices. My oath is between Captain Cargan and myself. Your only concern is how you obey my orders. Or do you prefer the rank of prisoner to that of lieutenant? I will take your orders. And anything else you want me to take? <laughs> ah. Woo! Um, <clears throat> you understand the Klingons better than I thought, Commander. I recommend you don't fire until within 400 kilometers. Why? It will cut down their response time. You are honoring your promise to serve us. Would you do less? And finally... <clears throat> oh, no, not finally. Oh, God, there are so many good quotes in this episode. You come from a very brave and unique people. I'm glad you're with us on the Enterprise. Thank you, Commander. And welcome home. Yeah, Worf got some good play in this one, too. Plus, he got he to tell the, tell the little shitty ensign to quit being terrible. Do we have any of those quotes? It's all Wesley in the ensign. <laughs> oh, 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 there's a Pulaski quote, though. I've never heard of a Klingon starving to death on his own vessel, but you might. Not if I weaken first. I know all about that. Their beliefs are rather brutal, but usually what kills us kills them. <laughs> well, that's certainly good to know. Or maybe I'm thinking of Vulcans. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I'm Ensign Mendon. I just wanted to tell you how pleased I am to be aboard the Enterprise. Yes, of course. Uh, good to have you on board. If you have a few minutes, I've noticed a few procedural changes which might speed up operations on the bridge. I pick things up very fast. Yes, of course you do. You have an excellent record, Ensign. However, here on the Enterprise, we use the chain of command. You will report your observations to Lieutenant Worf. I beg your pardon, Captain. I just wanted to impress upon you. No need to apologize, Ensign. We should have explained it better to you at your indoctrination. Ensign Mendon, you may impress me. (laughs) (laughs) Riker may be a spy, but he's no coward. So sexy. Right? (laughs) God, he was basically James Bond in this. He was... (laughs) So good. It's a lovely romp with the Klingons. And yeah, so I guess that means we should rate this puppy. Yeah, how many um... <laughs> Klingon dicks? <laughs> how many Klingon dicks would you give this episode, Cameron? Good God. 
I'm honestly surprised that didn't happen sooner. <laughs> I was kidding. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say uh, interspecies fuckfests, but I like Klingon <laughs> I dicks see, better. I love... <laughs> okay. Well, we could do <laughs> dicks that lead to fuckfests. I don't know. It's um, a good time. I'm going to give it four. Wow. First of all, because there have to be at least two, you know, multiples. You're of not going to cut one Secondly, up, you sick fuck. No, no, that's that's awful. And um, yeah, I just there were a couple of issues, but I love this episode. It's fantastic. It's I have toy. such a great time. Toy, Every toy, time. Toy. Um, yeah, agreed. Ah, uh, fucking greed. I will give it uh it was good i had a great time i'm just just missing that secret sauce like it didn't really circumcised him huh i did i did which goes against my beliefs but you know he's got two so he has one with one without you know (laughs) best of both worlds fun for everyone yeah (laughs) boy but speaking of measuring things uh, oh, we have loved goodness. it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it. And we'll sure be back have. next week with The Measure of a Man. Which leaves two last things for me to do. One, I'm sorry <laughs> about this episode. And two, don't just have a great week. Make it so. Keep on trekking and 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 trekking. It's okay. We won't kiss. It'll be hotter this way. We won't kiss. But it looks like the little lip mandrels are the best part. Yeah, right? Maybe they're like, maybe they're independently controllable. I mean, Ooh, we don't know. Cameron, stop it. <laughs> Set phasers to boing. <laughs> what is happening today? <laughs> A Secret Weapon Production.